What up, guys? Welcome back to List Nation. As always, we appreciate the support uh, and the friendly words. I'm going to give a shout-out to Gareth today. Gareth, where you at? He's always sharing it, you know. But he overshares, kind of. You know what? I'm rescinding that fucking shout-out. Gareth, Gareth, you're a creep. No, nah, don't reset. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> nah, nah, Gareth. Nah, Gareth, PT Gareth, yeah, you're my guy, bro. We appreciate you. Um, Who am I here with? Nugs? What's up? Jukai? Yo. And Shay, new face to the podcast. Hi, guys. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Well, nice to meet the audience. We, we've met plenty of times, Jay. Yeah, I know we've met, <laughs> but... <laughs> oh, is this... Pause nice the whole, to meet the Shay kind of wanted to lead with something. I don't know what you have on your mind, what you want to talk about. Um, shout out to Ida, you know, Shay's girlfriend, just in case this is what I think it's going to be. Go ahead, Shay. No, no, no. So, um, it's, actually something <laughs> it's actually something that happened at work. Uh, so a co-worker came in a couple of weeks ago. A, a co-worker? <laughs> Uh, and and she was she was quite uh, quite annoyed and I we were talking and she said I wanted your opinion on something so I was like sure sure um what is it so the dynamic is there's her she's got a, she's from a different country uh she's got a friend <laughs> this guy's gonna get I'm already no, no, no. <laughs> she's got uh, a friend two friends where's she from she's from Eastern Europe okay, okay. um mm. one of her friends still lives in Eastern Polsky's Europe Polsky's clip no oh, <laughs> <laughs> one of her friends still lives in Eastern Europe. The other one lives in London. Okay. Uh, and it's the friend who lives in, still lives back home, birthday coming up. Okay. So she said that they were going to get her a present for the, her birthday. It's a milestone birthday. And they had uh, ordered a plane ticket for her from her home country to London. Stop saying home country. Where's she fucking yeah, from, bro? bro? Fuck I, I don't want to say because... In case she oh, hears she it. Get yeah, out yeah. Leak she doesn't, bro. She doesn't want me... No, she, she, she was a bit worried because in case like... It's Ukraine, isn't it? It's Ukraine. One million percent Ukraine. Anyway, 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 what ends up happening is she, um, so she's like, you know, it was quite expensive, an expensive ticket. Hmm. So I said, okay, how much was it? And she said it was 200 pounds. So they had to split the price between the two of them. So it was 100 pound each. Sure. But in her mind, she wasn't that close a friend with the other person. So she's like 75, 125. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was like basically in her mind she's like I, so I said to her is it the price of the ticket and she was like no 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 and I was like well then what is it and she was like well I think it's because they didn't ask me and I said okay say your friend the friend who bought it who just bought it without asking had bought a necklace for a hundred pound and just asked for fifty pound towards it would you be okay with that and she was like yeah of course so I was like okay so it is the the you know the 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 price of the ticket that you have an issue with more so than them not asking you and it made me start thinking about how you value friendships because she'd put a monetary value on the friendship mm. yeah and because she asked me for how my opinion how i would do it and i say in in the shop obviously we do it quite differently we all chip in we all you know yeah. you provide something for somebody and we all put in an amount that you agree and everybody who wants to chip in can sure so you know we we're all quite calm about it so i thought that was kind of what i was getting on to was just like how people value friendship all right um who wants to tell the next really boring story? <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to go next? I'll go next. Uh, so today I woke up. Yeah. And they came to the shop. Yeah, fair enough. Man. <laughs> Fuck you, bro. No, it was just... All right. Yeah, real it piece just, of shit. The tried, reason he tried, I tried, wanted, he tried. No, the he reason tried. I wanted to bring it up... It was because I wanted to see, like, how, uh, uh, like a monetary value of friendship. I'm with like, you. So, all right, cool. We'll run through it. To me, Nuggs is worth about three quid. Okay. Am I that cheap? To me, Nuggs is worth about three quid. Jakai is like 11 quid thank you yeah not that much and shay after that you were like a good eight quid but after that story six yeah. like a pound <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not i get what you mean though it's like even though we claim to pretend that everybody oh man i care about you we're friends or ultimately we still look at people in terms of how much i'm willing to spend on this person to make them happy yeah is that what you mean yeah exactly so what do you think my price tag is for you guys very high Really? Yeah. Okay. For most so of us, very high. Yeah. That. Yeah. Like, what do you think I would be happy to spend on somebody as like a birthday gift? Up, up there, about two, three hundred. Sure. And you? Hundos, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you? Yeah, probably about. Sure. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. The the truth for me is that I just get them what I think will make them happy. Mm. I don't yeah. actually consider the the, the, price the value of, of it. Yeah, of course. So for Shay. I know he loves like foil magic cards. <laughs> yeah. Like that. Just like some of them. Did I ever tell you I love Lamborghinis? Bro. <laughs> Do you? Yeah, my my yeah, birthday, bro. April 27th. I did say three quid, yeah? yeah. <laughs> I did say three pounds. <laughs> Hot Wheels Lamborghini. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, like, obviously there are some, I mean, there, there are probably some people that if I had the money to, I would buy Lamborghinis for, but that would imply that I thought that 
Make it's really dumb. Happy. Yeah, but a Lamborghini, I don't think can ever make any. <laughs> if you can make somebody happy by buying them a Lamborghini, there's a plethora of things you could buy them that will just make them equally as happy yeah. because a Lamborghini is the epitome of like gluttonous fucking mm. um, materialistic bullshit. Do you know what I mean? Mm. You could spend. I'm sure I could spend. If I gave the same kind of people you could buy a Lamborghini for, if you gave them five k to spend in Selfridges, they'll be happy. They'll be happy. Yeah, same yeah, way. Do you know what I mean? So what I mean, I, I guess what I mean is. You just tailor your fucking your gifts to the people and you shouldn't really worry about the price. And if the price is an issue, compromise the quality of the thing. So like I don't know, there isn't really much I want. I already I very rarely ask for gifts or, you know, need anything in my life. Mm. But what have I received? Tay Tay bought me a, a screen that was a really sweet. I barely use it though. Which is probably why I didn't buy it for myself, because I knew I wouldn't use it that much, yeah, but it was cool. Um but outside of that though, I don't really think I'm big into gifts period yeah I, I do buy people gifts a lot because i know it like how it lights them up you see them happy but i just think birthdays christmas all that shit is bullshit man it's nonsense commercialized it's another it's an, another like i mean it's gonna sound kind of cringe because we often talk about like means of control mm. but valentine's day yeah. christmas mm. fucking birthdays um what's it called is it called hallmark is that the Hallmark, card yeah, brand that, yeah 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 they're preying on people, oh, bro. Yeah, for sure. That's what. That's There's why. a fucking special occasion for everything, bro. So that that's actually one of the things that they reckon is that Hallmark was one of the ones who really pushed Valentine's Day back in the past. Of course, they to did. sell cards, sell flowers, yeah. sell chocolate, sell all of this bullshit. Valentine's Day, all yeah. of these different occasions, because they could then make tons of money. That's why they're one of the biggest card producers. So, with me, I remember as early as like Mother's Day, recent the Mother's Day that passed. My baby mom, she was like, um, her. Her uh, her mum said to me, "Hey, can you buy these flowers for Tay, please?" And I was like, "Sure, why not?" And then I clicked on the flowers, and they were from Waitrose of all fucking places, <laughs> which is like not that deep. <laughs> I think Waitrose are like a flor florists though. They do have a floral department, yeah. Yeah, really like they one. are like actually like pretty. Yeah, I, yeah. I was like, wait, this is a food place, and then I have deep that is actually for flowers. Yeah. Um, and the flowers are like seventy pounds or seventy five pounds, and I just I responded like, "Yeah, don't worry, I got that." Don't worry, I got you. I'm going to get these flowers for your daughter. No problem. Mm. And then I just archived the chat. <laughs> I just archived the chat. <laughs> and I was like, hell no. No. Because in my mind, I would rather give £75 to like a homeless person who's struggling yeah. than spend £75 on flowers on Mother's Day or mm. on any fucking day. In fact, I think the only time I'll buy flowers for somebody is likely when? Funeral. Funeral. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like a little bit weird or conflicted, but like that would be just to really overly celebrate their life. And if it was flowers that I thought they were, I would just, it wouldn't, it would be, you know, fucking field of flowers. Do you know what I'm trying to yeah. say? Mm -hmm. Or I would plant a garden in their fucking name or something. Yeah. In a way Do you know what I mean? Gone. Instead of just throwing that flowers on, it's all just bullshit, man. It's all just bullshit. Trying to find a way to, some dude somewhere was like, oh my God, we could just grow flowers and people are willing to pay like five pound a rose. <laughs> What the fuck? Yeah. Are they so stupid? Somewhere in the world, somebody's calling people that buy flowers stupid. And that's the guy that owns all the fucking flowers. Literally, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's the same idea of like, you know how we speak about love? Mm. It's the materialization of how you feel. Yeah. You got what I mean? Well, yeah, you mean it's like a, it's a token. It's a gesture. Yeah, but like... It's a token of your, of your devotion. Mm. Right. So do you think the flower is like a token of your devotion? Yeah, but it's like, it's, it's not, I feel what like is it's not really kind of for them because oh um, i thought you're gonna say if that's not interesting that, how else do you say. that's interesting you that's interesting yeah yeah it's more like for you mm. to be like look at how much i care about you do you know what i mean yeah. look hey man i got you these flowers and especially like it's very evident because i don't buy flowers for anybody literally i buy I, and i never have and i've always thought they were stupid mm. but mm. if i'm ever met with oh man you know he never buys me flowers or you know he's never bought me flowers or whatever my ex used to always buy me flowers. I'm like, well, you and your ex are fucking idiots then, man. <laughs> I don't, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I just can't get behind it. I'd rather buy you a massage mm. for mm. 75 quid at some place. Do you know what I mean? Or something that you could go yeah. and experience because flowers die in like two days. And what are you going to do? Who's that for? Am I buying the flowers for you or am I buying them for Instagram? Yeah. yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Am I buying them for you or am I buying them for them so you could tell your friend that I bought you the flowers? Yeah. A plant is much better as well because a plant lasts longer. Oh, man. That's a bit. That's a different story. Yeah, yeah. Um, if I thought that people were capable of like watering, <laughs> watering <laughs> fucking plants, 
Yeah, I would probably buy. Yeah, but there's bare dead plants in my. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, okay. I just think like flowers or even birthday gifts when they're kind of a bit silly. I just do them because I. If you ever see me buy a gift or whatever, I'm kind of just being roped in from all of you guys. Hmm. You guys are muddy in my fucking mind of. Sure, whatever, yeah, okay, calm. And I've tried to make it like a community thing, the buying of gifts, like you said yeah. earlier. Yeah. Where birthdays. Doesn't matter whose birthday it is, if it's in the shop, if we kinda know them, you know, we yeah. don't have to be specific that close with them, we all chip in. Yeah. Right. And we all just kinda get them something to make them feel special on the day. Of course, of course. But yeah, ultimately I think even that's a little bit way you know, like wayward in terms of my own mental ethos of what I think is I just think that show people how you appreciate them daily. You yeah, know, so why do you have to do it with time, you? time and yeah. affection, mm. touch, games, laughter? Mm. You know what I mean? Because you're not going to be remembered for the flowers you bought, you're going to be remembered for the time spent. Yeah. Yeah. All right, anyway, I thought you were going to be able to carry this fucking podcast. Nah, I don't have nah, much nah. fucking ready for this, bro, but you can't. Um, you reminded me yesterday of the funniest fucking thing that happened. Oh my god, I want to tell that story <laughs> today. So fucking funny. So, um, you've seen Big Fish, right? Yeah. You have, because I asked mm-hmm. you to watch it, and you haven't seen it, presumably? No. You haven't seen it? I have not seen it. Cool. So Big Fish is this really cool movie. I wouldn't, I mean, any if anybody who listens to this podcast have watched movies I've recommended, you will agree that they're usually eights or nines out of ten. All right. Big Fish, I think, is a little bit beneath. The bar is slightly lower for Big Fish, but it doesn't make it any less enjoyable. It's just an incredible like film experience, because if you had a bad relationship with your dad, you're going to love it, and it's going to pull at your heartstrings, and it's going to, you know kind of you know tug at the trauma a little bit and if you had a great relationship with your dad then same way it's a father-son movie mm. about um a father-son relationship that has become quite estranged where the the dad would leave to work to provide for the family as a breadwinner probably in the 70s or 80s i can't remember where it was set okay and the boy grows up with his dad coming home telling him amazing stories often at bedtime so he would come home and he would say hey uh so you won't believe where I was. Obviously, my dad was just working. And the implication is that the dad was cheating or maybe had a second fucking family. Okay. But he would come home and tell these beautiful stories. And it was kind of, you know, kind of is in line with local celebrity theory, where within that within that small town where the dad grew up, he was the guy. He was the guy. He was the big fish. Yeah. But then elsewhere, maybe he wasn't, mm. you know, and like he would come home and tell these dramatized stories to his son and nobody, as an audience, we're unsure if they're true. Um, skip five minutes ahead if you intend to watch Big Fish. All right, calm. Uh, yeah. So spoilers ahead now. Um, the movie is really beautiful because it shows you the dad in his on his deathbed essentially. He's now old. Um, his last fucking days, you know, you see before him, and his the wife, the mom. <laughs> sorry, his wife, the boy's mom, is so in love with this man. She cares for him so fucking much. And it's so different to how the boy feels about him. And the one that should be vexed the most for an absentee father, well, they both have equity in that, right? The boy didn't have a father for mm-hmm. a lot of his, but the mom didn't have a husband, mm-hmm. right? So they should both be vexed, but she loves, she cares about him tremendously. Still in love. Still, madly, madly. Okay. And this is not the same young buck. Mm. This is an old flabby guy his bags under his eyes are, you know mm. like the bags on bags on bags yeah, yeah, yeah. and she puts him in the bathtub they get in the bathtub together there's these very romantic beautiful scenes between them and you wonder has he conned her that was the scene that almost got me yeah yeah you wonder has he conned her her whole life that okay. she's in, in almost infatuated with the idea of who he who he was mm. right um and we started talking the, the movie kind of built this whole concept of how do you want to be remembered? What will your legacy be? And it, it really hit me in a big way because I watched this when I was like 15 probably. And I always thought to myself, man, when the guy does die at the end of the movie because he does die, the mm. dad. Yeah. Um, his funeral is filled with people saying the most wonderful things about him. From the stories that he told? And he told stories of like a giant, him helping a giant move his house and who okay. shows up at the funeral. A, just a tall guy. A giant, but an yeah. actual yeah. giant. Oh, really? A really big man okay. shows up. He's giant, though. Really big dude. Like a seven, eight foot guy. Yeah. Yeah. And he referenced him as a giant because he cared for his boy so much that he wanted to make it mm. more fantastical for yeah. his son. But yeah. he was still a giant. He told the story of a one-eyed witch and who shows up. A very decrepit old woman mm. with one eye. 
who mm-hmm. used to practice on the edge of the bog or at the end of edge of the swamp, mm. and he helped her too. Never anything romantic, even though okay, she yes, wanted yes, something romantic. So he was a very good man that lived his life in the best way, and his legacy was that he would be immortalized in the stories that they would tell of him, and that each individual individual person would leave there being better, mm. helping more. You know, and the one person that didn't get it was, the was son. his son mm. okay. that he told the story to until his son sees it at the end. And it's fucking okay. beautiful fucking movie. So sorry to sidetrack. The reason I brought up Big Fish is because we fucking <laughs> a few years ago. Watch Big Fish, everybody, by the way. So <laughs> a few years ago, we were talking about how would we how we would react. One of our friends was leaving um, to go back to Australia. Ben He, shout out to shout Ben out He. Shout out to Ben He. Shout out to Ben He, <laughs> my guy. Um, was leaving to go back to Australia. And Ben is like, one of the dudes, man. He's one of the guys that's yeah. just awesome fucking person. Solid, solid dude. Fucking awesome guy. And he was leaving because he uh, uh, fulfilled his two-year work visa here or whatever and he was going back home. And we did like a leaving do for him. And it was kind of sad at the same time that it was happy. Yeah. But we started talking about when people do leave your life to go away and you're not seeing them anymore, the, the idea of like object permanence, mm. you know, once they're not in the same room as you and they're in Australia or whatever the fuck, do they really even exist anymore? In the, mm. the, you, so we started talking about what would happen if somebody died tomorrow and you got the notice mm. or the text and it just said, he's gone, you know, <laughs> whatever. So it was me, you, Shay. Yeah, yeah. Vicent. Vicent. Jack. Jack. Yeah. Uh, and then a bunch of other people. And we started talking about like how it would impact people if you died and and how they would how it would affect their day or their week or how long would the residue of your memory last in their fucking life and we're asking everybody and we get to we get to Vicent and we're like how do you think it would impact you if like, I died me personally Sammy and so like, oh, it would impact me in a big way did I really like you one of my close friends blah 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 cool appreciate that if you mean it I appreciate it I can't really know if you fucking mean it or not but yeah. <laughs> appreciate you bro shout out to Vicent too by the way um, then I asked Vicent because he doesn't really know Jack that well and Jack is just like this tall white vanilla dude, you know, okay. doesn't really have much of an opinion on anything. Right, yeah. This very sweet vanilla guy. And um, he goes, I don't know how it would affect me. And he's obviously trying to like withhold what he means. And he's like, <laughs> to be honest, and I was like, bro, imagine tomorrow you were at Costa, wherever it works, and you get the text and the text says, bro, Jack was killed this morning, bro, on his fucking way to work. He was on his bike and he just got fucking railroaded by a, I don't even know what, do you know what I mean? a truck or something. A fucking <laughs> lorry just, and they were just Chucking picking up the, you know, pieces. the remains of his fucking <laughs> ponytail. The, oh, yeah. they were just, okay. He's gone, bro. And I'm like, he's like, huh? I'm like, bro, Jack's gone. And I was like, how would that affect you? And he goes, uh, <laughs> he goes, to be honest, um, I would just like read it and I would be sad. And then I would go back to work, right? I'll go back to and making my coffee. Yeah, or no, 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 no. And then I go, yeah, but how long would you be sad for? <laughs> He's like, I don't know, probably like an hour. And I'm like, don't lie, Vincent. <laughs> He's like, okay, sure. And he's like getting like visibly more agitated <laughs> because like I'm calling into question that like, yeah. He's like, okay, you want the truth? Okay, I would read the text. I'd be like, who's Jack? <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then. And then I would go back and I would make the next fucking coffee, you know? Like, <laughs> and, and I go, I appreciate you for being honest, bro. Now look him in the eye and tell him that. <laughs> so he looks fucking Jack in the eye and he goes, because we were playing Truth or Dare, weren't we? Yeah, it was, it was Truth or Dare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it was <laughs> Truth or Dare. And I go, all right, cool. Look him in the eye and tell him. And he goes, okay. Because he's Spanish. He goes, okay, Jake. And he calls him Jake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jake, if you die tomorrow, <laughs> I wouldn't think about it very much. I would just go back to making my coffee and I would leave it and that would be the end of it. And he goes, bro, my name is Jack. <laughs> <laughs> and I just remember it being like the fucking funniest thing ever because he was like trying to defend his stance of like, be- it meant a lot to him for us to, to perceive him as a good boy. <laughs> yeah. But like, but the truth is that there are some people that do need to be eradicated from the face of the earth and Jack is one of them. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. The truth is that, yeah, different deaths would impact us greatly, you know, mm. like wildly differently. And it's 
it's almost like tough to say that to people sometimes or it's tough to admit that to yourself that like the the death of somebody or somebody being lost forever mm. is just not that deep even if like it's not though I don't want to talk about people in the shop, but like you obviously have a list in your mind of like five, <laughs> if we made like a top five list of people that you know, who would impact you the most and then who you would just be like, well, Werewolf's going to be one player shorter. Yeah, of you course. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> that's the truth. And then the idea of like object permanence where you have like Ben leaving and Ben was like one of the best fucking guys ever. Yeah. Adam also. Oz- Ozzy Adam. Adam. Adam shout yeah. out Adam to Ozzy Adam. As well. Adam was there. Yeah, yeah shout Adam. out to Ozzy Adam. Still in contact with these guys? I'm probably, I'm going to Ben's wedding in November in Thailand. Am I in contact with him daily? No. And I said this to no. him before he left. I said, hey, you're one of the best fucking people I've ever met. If you're ever in London, I'm going to see you. If I come to Australia, I'm going to see you. But I don't talk that much on social media anyway. Yeah. yeah. I don't respond to people that much anyway. It would be, I wouldn't want to create a, a standard that I'm unable to fulfill or say something like, hey, let's message once a week. And then I know I'm going to forget. I've got yeah. too much on. Ben was, ben was one of my closest friends for the period of time that I knew Ben. Yeah. Right? And now he and I are just not that close anymore. But that's largely because of proximity. If Ben was still here, our friendship would be strong, we'd be friends, we'd be hanging out. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But I don't consider our friendship to be any less strong because at its peak, it was one of the best friendships I've had. Where you meet, you just carry on from where you left off. I think so. Well, maybe not in the first few days, but Mm. ultimately we'll just get back. No, actually, that's a lie. I think we'd get back into the groove pretty quickly. We were quite similar. He was intelligent. He was funny. He liked to sing. It was a good dude. Yeah. Just a one of those people. You know what it is? Australian, Scots, Scottish mm. people as well. There's something about those people, man. The Filipinos as well. Yeah. R- Reggie's and them guys. Yeah, yeah, Reggie. There's something about people that are just not from this fucking country. Yeah. That are from some places <laughs> that are just so cool where they really get it. It clicks more than mm. like Algerians too. That's my people. Cultural but, thing, you think? Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Where we certainly. Just, where we valued the experiences and the, the vibing and the do you know what I mean? The join. We value that mm. far more than we do, I don't know, the numbers. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Aussies definitely have that. I, I've, well, I've only met, I've only grown close with two Australian people, but they're two of the people that I would consider to be two of the best people I've ever met. Aussie Adam and Ben He, bro. Very different people. Equally as awesome. Like, mm. equally as fucking just chill vibe. Um... Yeah, anyway, so object permanence. Um, do you have, have you guys had anybody you've lost in your life that you regret, like a friendship that's kind of deteriorated or no. not you? Nothing that's like left and you've been like, oh man, it would have been quarter. No, not really. Really? How about you? No, man. Nobody? All right, empty vessels. We've got empty vessels out here, yeah. Honestly, I just hate everyone. <laughs> everyone. But I had no friends. Not with hate, me. but like, I just don't, I, just fuck, I don't fuck with anyone, man. Just can't be asked. <laughs> You're like my brother, you he just fucking hates people. How about you, Shaysky? Yeah, I uh, when I was in high school, throughout all of my time at high school and uh, my sixth form days, so you know from kind of eleven to eighteen, I was very close with a friend. Me and me and him grew very close. We were really close friends. But over uh, our time at university, we both we both grew and developed into very different people that weren't weren't really close anymore. So who, who is this? Altan. My oh friend. shit the, the greek dude or whatever uh, yeah. Al- uh turkish yeah, yeah 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 really me and him were we were almost brothers growing up <laughs> everybody's looking at nugs i know i know i know um we were really good friends growing up we were really close we would always be at each other's house um even when we were like applying to university um we were on speakerphone with our mums in the room with us so me let's and him make sure yeah because you're both like complete losers your mums were like yeah yeah let's make sure bro. they can fucking survive together yeah, yeah of course bro you know and, what uh, I mean? Like send these two cockroaches off to university together and hope yeah, that you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> um, throughout our time at university, we just kind of we just drifted apart. We weren't really in contact much because we and he. Where developed. did he go? He went to somewhere uh, Loughborough. Yeah, okay, somewhere else. Um, and we just really grew apart. So when we both came back to London, we kind of met up a few times. But it didn't out, feel the same. Went out, just didn't really feel the same. Just really different vibe. It was unfortunate because we've grown up. We were really close mm-hmm. friends. But I think it just happens. You just grow apart. You just become different people. And what you used to be, what you used to be together, just doesn't work anymore. You're just not friends. Do Do you think that it's like a curse of life, like that you end up that relationships end up becoming so different that they never they they no longer resemble what they once were yeah or do you think it's like a sign of growth and a positive good thing i think that that i think oh sorry 
No, no, totally no, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I think conversations which come to an end, uh, sorry, not conversations, uh, friendships, relationships in general that come to an end naturally mm-hmm. are really good, really good. They're really healthy for development, really healthy for growth. Relationships that, that come together, uh, sorry, that end very abruptly. So for instance, like a, a death or, um, you know, like, something really really abrupt happens with one person and they become no longer become friends i think that's that's like what like betrayal you mean but not necessarily betrayal but uh yeah i guess actually yeah betrayal death those kinds of things really big things but not a natural uh end to a relationship i think those are where a lot of trauma happens i think they're also uh there where a lot of like people need to really people aren't aren't really good at handling that very well what you mean is relationships friendships relationship without closure yeah, That's exactly. Yeah. You're talking about closure, yeah. basically. Closure, right, yeah. fine. And you? I was gonna say, um, I think it, it's really different because, let's say, for example, um, you have a close friend, but mm. you're j- not you specifically. But I feel like friendships can actually, I would, I would actually want to believe that you could stay away from someone for so long, and if you're actually being honest about who you are and who you really are, and you're not trying to be fake in front of them when you're with them. Then later on, when when you see them again, everything will be the same. Do you? Oh, you mean? leave where you you can no, from where you left no, off. because that, if that's a mark of a good relationship. Because I is feel that. like if you're always like kind of like filtering, or you're kind of like always so like y- pretending to be someone else, or changing because you're trying to fit in, then of course the next time you see them, it's gonna be different because you're kind of like changing your persona for the people that you're around with nowadays. But you can't kind of adjust back to the but way then, that you always. But do. then the implication there would be nobody ever changes, organically. So like for example, we're both twenty. We're both being the realest versions of ourselves mm-hmm. of each other. But now I'm twenty-seven and I haven't seen you for like three, four years. Yeah. What you're saying that like I couldn't have just organically become different. Do you get what I'm saying? You can be. I think you can be organically become different, but. But I wasn't filtering myself at any stage. So mm. let's say I was just with me and you at twenty. We had nothing. We didn't have a pot to piss in. Um, we would go into Sainsbury's and like rob the noodles the fucking and run out because we were broke as fuck that was really who we were oh, the good old days yeah and then now we're 27 and I'm still myself except I'm not robbing the noodles but you're still robbing the noodles why am I robbing the noodles I'm just giving you an example because you look like somebody who robs noodles you look like that's the not guy a, robbing the noodles that's not an Asian joke in okay? fact I thought it was a hair joke oh, oh, why on. would it be a hair joke <laughs> he's saying your hair looks <laughs> like ramen oh. it can't <laughs> thank you <Shane. laughs> Okay, but do you get what I'm saying though? People just change in time. But that doesn't mean that they were fake or not fake at any stage. No? I'm not I'm not trying to say that fake. I'm trying to um you don't feel like a lot of people in the wo- in the world, right? I'm not I'm not saying anyone here does it. They might. But um just fucking point at Shay, bro. Like, but there's always a filter. Some people actually just have a natural filter on. Okay, okay. If that's your argument, then yes, almost everybody does. No problem. Almost everybody's always even Shay today didn't want to fucking mention somebody's fucking country mm. or whatever because he was, you know, scared that. Yeah, he, yeah. Everybody's always filtering what they say, but that doesn't that doesn't mean that people can't just change. So when I'm twenty, I was vastly different. I was fa- way more insecure, way faker mm. than I was, you know, yeah. than, than I am now. I'm more. It's a thing that you get with age. You're just far more comfortable in your own skin. Mm. Um, and th- that's it. But it doesn't mean that. Now I'm any, what you could argue technically is when we were both fake when we were young, we vibed. Yeah. But now that we're both real, when we're, yeah. we're like, oh, that's who you are. Yeah, yeah. So you couldn't argue it your way. You'd have to argue it the other way. Okay. You'd have to say when we were young and it was fake and like Altan was like, if I could use your example, Altan. Altan yeah, yeah. didn't have many friends. Shay didn't have many friends. So they had to make huge compromises in terms of character traits where they were just like, yeah, <laughs> fuck it. We're, it's all we've got you know so let's just be mm. friends yeah but now they hit university they find their own stride they've got their own mates now and now it's like oh i don't have to be friends with you anymore <laughs> do you know what i'm trying to say you're a like, reminder of what that, i used to be yeah, yeah. I, I never had an option now i do that's completely different but that's also accurate yeah you mm. could be perhaps your friends remind you of a weaker version of yourself and they know all of the dark nitty-gritty secrets of you know the, the person that was bullied mm. when you were 14 and 15 and it's like you know, you're 23 now and you're, you used to be chubby and fat, but now you're a bodybuilder and you're like out there and girls are looking at you and your friend there who didn't really make the same moves is like, ha, you want to hear this one about Shay? Yeah, man. I remember when he pissed himself when he was 14 and like, 
Shay's not trying to relive that or hear that mm. Shay did not piss himself when he was 14. But do you know what I mean? I was 15, actually. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but you don't want to hear that stuff and you've got this friend who's a constant... Not only are they a reminder no. because of their physical embodiment of being there as a reminder, mm. but they know the fucking details of the stories. And to them, you know, they want to... I mean, push some, past some friends aren't friends, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some, yeah. Some yeah. friends ain't friends. Like... Some friends are just friends by title, but not friends by intention. That's acquaintances, also. Not even acquaintance. Not even acquaintance. Acquaintances, bro. Acquaintances can't hurt you, fam. So it's malicious intent. I'm talking about friends that kind of linger and they want to see you fail. I'm talking about friends oh, that when sure, you talk yeah, about yeah. your plans, they're like, "Yeah, but oh, I don't know if you could do it, man." I had a friend, one of my closest friends ever. Um, the reason we parted ways is because, again, object permanence. If I'm not near you or whatever, it's hard for me to yeah. kind of commit to the mm, friendship like mm. that. That was one of the reasons. But one of the big reasons. And I don't care what anybody says or he says or his opinions on it. One of the big reasons I really did check out in my mind was because I told them I wanted to do podcasting and they responded to me, don't bother, no one's going to listen. Right? And this was one of my closest friends ever. And at that point, I just said to myself, because this guy's a genius, by the way, the guy I'm talking about. He's a fucking genius. Mm. And I respected his opinion. And there's very few people that when I'm talking to them, you know what I mean? I'll really, really... And this is going to sound really fucking arrogant, but I often take on board what people are saying. But if you're talking to me about how, how I can improve my life, it takes a lot for me to hear it. Yeah. yeah. Outside of like nutritional weight advice, if you're talking about that and you're in shape and you... I'll listen to that. If mm. you're talking about like money and like being successful and stuff, if you ain't got it, I don't want to hear it. Yeah. For the most part. Mm. Is, that, is that fair? I consider this person to be successful. I consider them to be a fucking genius, intelligent guy. And he hit me with that and I thought to myself even if you didn't think I could do it, I would, out of, from a friend, I would expect, yeah, try, you know, good luck, yeah, just try, good luck, man, I'll good be there luck, for you, yeah. I'll support you, if it doesn't work out, I'll Fair be here, enough. I'll be here still, yeah, mm. do you know what I mean, and it was just a very, at that moment, it's not that he wasn't a friend, but at that moment, I was like, perhaps this friendship just doesn't work anymore, yeah, do you know what I mean, if I want to be better, if I want to grow, if I want to do more, mm. I can't be hearing this kind of stuff, yeah, is that you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, not all friends are friends, man. Just be careful. Take a good look at your, your surroundings, all right? And whenever you say something to somebody, have a real good look at how it's met. And I often throw bluffs in, like oh not bluffs, but I often throw I often dangle the meat a little mm. bit. Just yeah. to see how people react. And I look for the facial expressions. Just to see how who's really happy. Who's really fucking happy that we're we're doing it or whatever. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Who's really fucking happy? Uh, Gareth, the shout out to Gareth. All these people that come to the shop and they're like, "Yo, you're mm. killing it. Good job with the podcast, right?" They're the people that are genuinely happy for us. Chloe as well. All these guys that come in and, but the ones that just see the story, yeah, and then they, oh hey, they always see the story and then like months and months down the line, they're like, "Oh, I oh hey, I listened to the podcast by the way." Do you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Fuck you, bro. Yeah. Just fuck you. Yeah. Like, I know you're. I know where you are. I know you fucking are mentally. Yeah. I know that you're not trying to to actually support or be friendly or because if you were you would just share it and you would talk about it or you talk to me about it uh, even even when you'd be like hey man oh that episode but the amount of people that message me about specific episodes i know they're the real ones yo yes not my brother yes other yes yeah, yeah, yeah yes. bro big shout out to you bro he gave me some good feedback on the muslim one that we did mm. talking about islam mm. appreciate you bro um yeah that's it in terms of friendship for me really so yeah <laughs> uh enough about that nonsense but um I had something I want to talk about quite mm -hmm. briefly. It won't take too long. Um, we, we got talking about Islam and Christianity and religion versus how we were created on the last podcast we did. And I wanted to just ask a question about, like, because somebody said something to me the other day, it may have been yesterday, about, like, they believe that um, the universe is infinite, right? I think it was Osama. Okay. He oh. said he believes that the universe is infinite but refuses to accept that there's, other life oh in the universe really what? yeah which is such a weird stance to take shout out to Osama fuck you I think you're completely wrong <laughs> <laughs> I think we were talking about immortality because you were asking the question would you be immortal okay alright cool let's get let's start with that then alright listeners and viewers would you rather okay would you rather be immortal and immortality means nothing can happen to you you're impervious you still feel pain but nothing you can never die okay if something if you do die or if something would cause you to die you just immediately respawn or you respawn or you grow back you're or whatever. Broken. I don't care. You're perma. You're just permanent. There's nothing that can get to you. Yeah. Okay. That's broken. If you're eaten by a shark. Yeah. You wake up. Eaten. You wake up like 
you know, by a shark. A on, the, on the beach, oh. on the beach, you just show up on the beach and you're like, oh my god, I got eaten, but I'm check still alive, obviously. Real life check mark. Let's go. Right. So, <laughs> would you rather be immortal like that in that fashion, mm. or die in one minute? I said immortal. I said I'd immortal love to well. be immortal. Yeah. So most of these guys say immortal, right? Yeah. And you? Yeah, I'd say immortal. Mm. Yeah. So you guys are just scared that. So the argument there would be that you guys are incredibly scared that um, you haven't accomplished enough in your life yet. No, that's not no. what it is. I'm telling you what the literature says. Yes, yeah. yeah <laughs> I'm telling you what the literature says. So it's one of th- one of the reasons that you would want immortality is because you don't think you've accomplished enough. You haven't got l- enough of a legacy. Because a lot of the people that would say I'd rather I would hate to be to exist forever feel like they have nothing left to prove to anybody. Yeah. Right. The reason that I would love to be immortal, right, is slightly different because I don't feel like I've experienced enough things with my daughter yet. And to just die now would fucking cripple me to yeah. not see her grow. Mm. Has nothing to do with my own, my my own wish or desire to. I don't. I could die tomorrow. You know that, yeah. yeah. I think I think we've spoken about this. Yeah, many times. If I, I died tomorrow, I'd be. In fact, I'd rather die tomorrow Big than fish. watch anybody in my life fucking die. Yeah. Because I'm a coward. Yeah. I'm so scared to watch anybody I care about pass away. I'm lucky. My parents are still with me. I don't really have a big extended family. In if at all, it's just us. We're very close to the family. If one of my brothers died, my kid parents uh, you know my baby moms any of the friends i haven't had a fucking friend pass away bro do you know what i mean it would just cripple me i know you lot wouldn't see me i'd be in bed crying for months probably i just don't even know how to, i don't know how i would deal with it do you know what i mean mm. even when i had pets and i've never seen a pet die i've never seen a pet die so i'm really not pre- i'm prepared for a lot of things in my mm. life I'm definitely not prepared for that. So you've never really thought about it long and hard or tried to rationalize how you... In my it. mind, I've just tried to accumulate enough that when I die, if I mm. die, everybody has something, sure. you know, materialistic, like to kind of keep them moving or like mm. there was an imprint or a footprint of wealth that I left, yeah, to have people eat from that. Mm. You know, like you know, like when a whale dies in the ocean and like all the sharks come to eat from yeah. it. It's like that. I just want everybody to have something and the mem- and the memories as well. Right, of obviously like our experiences together, but I'm not ready, man. I'm just not ready to to see that happen. I forget where we were because it cut out briefly. What was the what were the tangent we were going on with this? Um, the immortal. Oh, the idea of immortality. Yeah, of yeah. course. Sorry for the viewers, it cut out very briefly and we kind of lost the tempo. Um. So yeah, in terms of like being created and like creationism or whatever, I thought to myself the other day. And I'm pretty convinced that this is the truth. And I think I've mentioned that that we definitely were put here by something or grown here to be put here. And I don't think that we evolved from fucking apes. Okay, and I know I sound like a flat earth theorist here, but I just don't think we evolved from like monkeys or apes. I think we were just at one point in time, apes were put here, right? And then they said, okay, look at how those apes act or whatever, you know, look how the... Mm. And then they said, okay, cool, let's do, let's make smart apes and see what they get. And I think something's going to come back here and just harvest the fuck out of us, bro. You don't believe in evolution at I all? I do not. At all? Mm, I mean, I mean, I believe in evolution, yes, of course I do, but I just don't believe that we evolved from apes. Okay. So is I believe, that, in, I believe in evolution like in terms of like black people who were, were put on in, in Africa evolved to be black. Do you know what I mean? They have black yeah, skin yeah, because the sure, sun is man. so much fucking fiercer there versus Nordic people that are mm, pale yeah, white yeah, because yeah. that is unnecessary for them to be fucked, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. So like, I agree that obviously, I think that things evolve, evolution exists, but I think that in the grand scale, we didn't evolve from another. Bro, because for uh, for you to think that we evolved from apes, bro, you have to think that we evolved from a newt, yeah, Yeah. a fucking newt in the fucking some little thing that crawled out of the water, which I just don't think is the case. And like, I understand that evolution is the bedrock of science, pretty much, right? But I just, it's all just fucking. I heard a cool theory th- a few days ago that um, the world started in the 30s. <laughs> yeah, yeah listen to this, bro. Okay. That the earth just started, that our whole experience as mm. humanity began in the 30s. 1930s. 1930s. And everything before that is just fake, like written bullshit. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like yeah. The first generation was in the 30s and everything pre the 30s is just nonsense. And obviously it's like a sci-fi, sci-fi theory, yeah, yeah. but mm. it's cool because technically, how could you prove or disprove it? How could you prove or disprove anything that is outside outside of your own experiences or the testimony of, of people that you level. know? But I would be willing to listen to the testimony of people I know. 
So my parents told me when I was young, duh, 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 duh. I'm like, yeah. cool, fair enough. Yeah. But I can't. And then they heard it from their parents. But at some stage, we're enough far removed from t- testimony that it's just in books now. Well, what about testimonies of like people who now, obviously, if they're 100, it, they would have been born in the 1920s. But what about people who were like 100 at the turn of the cent- at the turn of the millennia? Okay. So they would have been, you know, okay. born kind of. Eight, so let's 18, say let's say you let's say you were 100 and you were born in 1920. Yeah. Right. So you would been you would have been 10 at the start of this whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would have been the test tube generation. Sure. No, no, no. But you I'm would talking, have been the ones that were just grown. I'm talking the ones who were born yeah. like at the end of the 1800s, early yeah. 1900s. So they were, you know, in theory, 30 by the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. They would have been. They so, would have been the parent. Yeah, or the implanted memories of those parents that never actually existed. Right. It's weird, man. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the concept, this concept, it may not have been 1930s. It may have been like the dawn of the like time, 1900s yeah. or whatever. But there was a point. What they're suggesting is that there was a point where everything was just falsified pre that point. Mm. to make it seem like like simulation basically like, yeah I get that like, we were just told hey has the people that were there or the things that were put there he's the textbooks pardon yeah these are the books this is what happened this is the fucking yeah and so, so the reason I even thought about this the other day is because I encounter a lot of people in the shop mm. and I was thinking to myself if the fucking aliens did come back to harvest us and we're like alright cool we're taking every Everybody, oh, we're not leaving there. a single fucking. And then they look. If they came in, I can't even say this. If they came into the shop. They'd be like, "Yeah, maybe not that guy though. <laughs> 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 yeah, maybe leave him." Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just you're feel, lucky, Shay. <laughs> I just feel like there's certain people that, like, even if you were harvesting fucking people for like a workforce, <laughs> you'd they're be just, like, they're a detriment. You'd be like, yeah, maybe not that fucking guy. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And it got me thinking more about like hiring people and just jobs in general mm. and like us having to be really PC about capability. Do you know what I mean? By capability. Of course, you know what that means, right? Like who is capable and who is you know, mm. incapable of performing what you deem to be an act and like employability. Mm. And it just got me on the tangent of thinking like, is everybody just fucking useless around me? Like I know so many people that work quote unquote work that are just not actually working i know people that come to the shop that just pretend to work yeah that don't actually work not the staff here i mean like solitaire all day you know what i mean yeah or when you go you know have you ever walked past the car phone warehouse and you've got seven fucking people on their phone just, on their nothing, phone, just sitting yeah. there just standing there doing nothing yeah, yeah. and that business is going to fail yeah and they don't give a fuck have you walked into game yeah, mm-hmm. and you just got four or five people just sitting there being like, "Well, we're getting paid an hourly wage. Fuck this place. Hope yeah. it burns, and we just fucking, you know, I get furloughed get again." Paid, yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, everybody's just so fucking lazy. Yeah, you know what I mean. And the aliens, when they come back, pick me, please, take me, because I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> sure. With this, with this fucking cretinous. Yeah. Do you know what I'm trying? Even at your work, I'm, I'm sure you, as an honest person, and I know you wouldn't want to say this in case somebody listens to it, but. Let's just hypothesize for a second. There have been times where I've where, where I've oh, you just kind of not been able to. Like, oh, is it even today's not the day to work? Yeah, yeah. Because because ultimately, think about it like this, right? When you when you apply to do a job, you get very little loyalty, right? So you have somebody. So when you apply to do a job, the job has the the occupation, the place where you're working has very little. You have very little loyalty to that place, right? So you get the job, you do three months of training or something, mm-hmm. right? Is that how it works? Yeah. You do three months of training or so, two months of training. And for that period of time, you're quite useless. Yeah. You're not really that useful because you're training. Yeah. Then you do like nine months of work and now you have experience. And now you're thinking, cool, I got my experience. I know what to do. I want more money Mm. because I want to trade my time for more money. Mm. Yeah. Let me find a new job. And now you start hunting. But the moment you start hunting, you're checked out from the current job. Yeah. Because you've already decided you want to move, which means you're working less hard now. Yeah. So okay. how how much work do you actually ever get done at any job where you're just using, especially with the current culture where everybody's like using it as stepping stones? Have you heard people talk about jobs recently? Yeah. Like back in the day, it used to be like a job for life. Sure. Like a career. Yeah, 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 like yeah, you, yeah. You, you fucking sign up somewhere and it's like, I'm going to get to the top of this fucking bitch. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to climb yeah. through the, I, I start as the janitor and then suddenly I'm going to be like the, 
What, exactly. Do you know what I mean? That you yeah. get up, you climb. Mm. That is fucking out the window, bro. Oh, now sure. it's just like, get there, drop my CV at the fucking door, get the job, train for three months, get some experience, leave. 10K more somewhere else. Yeah. And this whole like pride that people take in like climbing through the fucking LinkedIn structure of like bouncing and bouncing and bouncing. And I just think it's cringe. Mm. It reminds me of like football management. Where back in the day, manager would be manager for like 20 years, 15 years. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Committed. There was a commitment to the person. The manager made a commitment. The club made a commitment. You stayed and you tried to make it fucking work. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Now, bro, one bad year as a football manager, out. Axed. Out. Immediately. Axed. So, so th- I just think that because of the way we're propagating it and because we're making it okay to have these fucking like really short-term contracts or people can leave when they want, um, mental, they, people make huge excuses about like why they want to leave you know what I mean? That are often mm. just like nonsense. I mean, I agree that loads of people suffer from mental health conditions, like yeah, yeah. especially at the workplace where you spend most of your time. If you're not having a good time of it at work, yeah, it could be really detrimental mm. to your mental health to stay there. But a lot of people just use it as a a get out of jail free card. Yeah, because and they're ultimately the the biggest fucking pieces of shit because there are real people struggling yesterday we did a fucking test where we were playing a game of werewolf and i was just really curious i said hey if you don't mind sharing and you're not oversharing we consider us all to be quite close friends yeah. mm-hmm. i said who here has seriously considered suicide in their life right mm-hmm. just purely as a test dude 50 percent of the fucking room put their hand up yeah 50 percent. yeah that's so scary to me do you know what i mean and i think part of that is because workplaces are no longer feeling the need to necessarily nurture the staff or the people there yeah, because the they're just considered parts or tools that can be replaced and moved just on another, just another cog in the machine and just another cog in the wheel just another what's it called just another cog in the wheel that fucking song that yeah. famous song you're just another anyway so yeah another I just think just another wall. brick in the wall that's what it is just another yeah. brick in the wall do you feel like that at your place sometimes not really yeah. and I think they nurture you guys a little bit better I think, I think so I think they, they do try to take uh mm stock of our mental health and that makes sense not of your mental health but do you ever feel like people are coming and going as well like just um paycheck much, leave paycheck leave no not Can't. as much um i never feel it here at the can shop can yeah touch on something that we talked previously and yeah with regards to friendships mm-hmm. when i was coming up in the corporate world or just the working world i always found it sad and a waste of my time because people would come in i'd be so invested in getting to know them working with them and all for them to leave mm. And it always, I thought I was the only one noticing it. It could just be, just being the, the way I The am. worst thing about that is, especially as like a business owner, is the transference of information. So whenever you have somebody come to work for you, sure. you, feel, you feel like it's necessary to teach them, to help them improve, to make them better. Mm. Because if they are better, your business will be better. Fact. But if you're training them and helping them and teaching them and making them think more critically for them to then leave, yeah and do that elsewhere mm. it's fucking bullshit man it's so dicey yeah do you know what i mean they're gonna take that it's happened to me here many times then maybe it's not about only doing that but, but creating a, a bond a cr- like a relationship Which, do you I think i try to do that i think you do i do i yeah, try my yeah, best yeah, to yeah, create yeah, really yeah. lasting bonds with people yeah. because you form loyalty it's over not that just transactional it's just not, yeah. it's not me coming here to for instance in the work yeah. it's not me coming here to work leaving it's yeah, coming not just to work, but there's but something sim- keeping me here. But similarly, when you come here, you can feel it in the air that people care about each other. That mm-hmm. there's a that the filters the filter stops at the door. It really does. Like everybody's yeah. kind of trying to be the. It gives you the the, the the chance to be yourself, kind of. I think, but that's because of the shop, right? That's yeah, the type of shop this is. The of course, of, work of course, this is. Yeah, yeah. Compared to like the office, corporate world of office, yeah. yeah. But yeah. everybody's kind of. It's called the rat race, isn't it? Everybody, all the rats are just trying to get ahead of each other. It's fucking bollocks. Could right? you also say that the idea of people like leaving every like um year or two mm-hmm. could be the idea of like them not actually knowing what they want to do with their life, because like the corporate. <coughs> pardon me. Everyone seems to like always study business and stuff like that, but I don't think like a lot of people are actually pursuing what they really want to do. That's fair. You know? Well, ultimately, again, they just want money because yeah. money is the, the biggest control controlling factor over everybody. Of course. Um, just to touch on something from Big Fish, we were, we, the movie we were talking about earlier, um, that scene in the bathtub kind of resonated with me a little bit, and we were speaking about it the other day. The reason it's such a powerful scene where the mum is in the bathtub with the old fat, you know, man. <laughs> who's the dad, the reason it hits so hard and it always cripples me whenever I see it is because of her utter devotion to him. 
and I don't mean devotion like slavery or like I mean devotion like she's still a young she girl cares about him mm. so much and I think we're losing as a society that deep care mm. that mm. deep devotion because everybody's just looking for the next we're, we're now at a much higher rate than ever before we're being shown better options <laughs> options yeah, yeah, yeah. all the time than at what we have point. at every point of every day forever yeah so like i have a i have a girl i'm happy with my girl my girl is beautiful for example if you think you know cool the moment i get on instagram bro the moment i get on instagram i'm looking at like photoshopped versions of other things that are just do you know what i mean my daughter is perfect you lot have met her, bro. Yeah, yeah. Mm. She's a fucking G. She's a G. Yeah. <laughs> she's a fucking G. Shout out to Novi, wherever you are, sweetheart. <laughs> she's a G. At two and a half, she's a fucking G. But then I get on Instagram or whatever on TikTok and I'm like, I see a kid who's like two doing cartwheels while like juggling flaming fucking, mm. you know. <laughs> and I'm like, kids. shit, man. What the fuck? Do you know what I mean? I'm like, for fuck's sake, man. Like, There's why can't my kid juggle fucking... Yeah. Uh, pins, you know, bowling pins. While they, you know, like while they're hula hooping a flaming fucking thing and they're juggling the. Do you know what I mean? At two, how are you doing that? It's just we're constantly. We shouldn't have to see that. It's almost like ignorance yeah. is bliss because mm. we don't appreciate what we have because we're constantly being shown things that are better. Same thing applies to jobs. Like everybody's always selling us something. Oh man, here's what I did. I worked at Google. I finished my degree. Worked at Google, hundred k a year. That wasn't good enough. You know, worked there for a mm. year. Moved to. I don't know, Microsoft, 150k a year plus shares. Have you not seen these fucking TikToks? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I just fucking cringe every time, man. Yeah. I cringe every time because there's some guy out there who's bare happy earning 20k, 30k, 40k. And again, by the way, they're shown, there is statistical proof that like 65k a year is more than enough to be completely like happy permanently. Diminishing returns as it goes Permanently. Up, like yeah. obviously you're not buying a Lamborghini on 65k a year, but you don't need a Lamborghini. Yeah. Right. Um, but the level of happiness there is just fine. Mm. Right. So whenever you see these people harping, what it does is it just eventually incepts into the idea of the people that are just completely happy with their lives, that they're not good enough and that they need to do more. It incepts into the people's minds that have like completely perfect relationships with their partner. Have I talked to you guys about point five theory? Mm, I think I, we'll, we'll touch on point five theory now and then. So point five theory is this thing where back in the day, it's just something I came up with. Back in the day, I feel like it was really, really difficult to leave your partner, okay? Because of something called point five theory. All right? So, uh, you work in an office, right? I'm going gonna, gonna to talk to Nuggets directly. Are oh, you both work in an office? I right? work in an office. Cool. Do you work in an office? I've been working from home, but yeah, typically Calm. we've been... I'm going to use Shaden, all right? Cool. So, Shay, you work in an office, yeah? Mm -hmm. You live with your partner, let's say. Hypothetically, sure. you live with your partner. Um, you're in the office now, just chilling and... You go home after a long day of work. You had a shitty fucking day. Yeah, something's gone on. You've had to do more work overtime, whatever unpaid overtime. You're fucking over it. Yeah, you get home, and your partner who doesn't work or is kind of looking for work or whatever is just sitting at home on the sofa, and the same dishes that have been piled up in the morning are still there, yeah. untouched. Right? Okay. How do you feel? I would be annoyed. Yeah, I'd be fair. annoyed. I would. Uh, However, you feel is completely fair. Yeah, 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 how yeah. You'd be, I would. Yeah. I would be annoyed if my partner made an excuse of why they didn't do them like oh you know oh i forgot or yeah. something like that if they said like i forgot i would be like ready? okay fair ready? enough ready oh sorry oh sweetheart i'm gonna play the part, yeah, the part, yeah, the part. Yeah. Oh, i just had a really rough day of it today you know i've been sending out the things and i got a rejection letter today and i just didn't want to do the fucking dishes can you do them no yeah <laughs> no i'm being honest yeah, i'm being honest you've had a <laughs> fucking long day yeah as well. like Calm. all right cool so now there's an, an argument Institutes. yeah yeah why are your problems more than my problems why are you, you know what i mean like, i feel sad as well etc 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 cool next day you go into work yeah right and by some fucking weird miracle point five theory kicks in and you're sat at your desk somewhere imagine you worked yeah. in an office with many desks yeah, yeah you're at the back of the office and the elevator doors open in the distance and you see you squint because you have glasses and you see in the <laughs> distance you see Ida, your partner yeah. you see her in the fucking distance walking towards you and you're like she's holding like a um a little thing of lunch, like a little Tupperware yeah. of mm. lunch. She walks over to you, walking, walking, walking. And as she gets closer, you realize it's not Ida. It just right. looked like Ida from far. Yeah. Oh. But as she gets closer to you, you realize it's just 
somebody who's slightly better looking than Ida looks quite like Ida uh, slightly bigger bum than Ida because that's important to guys I guess or whatever bigger breast yeah um, definitely prettier but not significantly but like if you put them side by side you would say oh you guys, are, you guys are sisters but one of you is sure. just a little bit better looking sure, that, sure. You know, she comes over to you and she says hi um, my name's Sarah uh, yeah. turns out I'm really working right next to you they've pointed me over are you Shay? yeah, yeah. Talk to you. she's very sweet very eloquent um, I'm new to London blah 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 um, so what is there to do around here and you're like for some reason you feel like immediately like you gravitate towards honesty in this situation yeah. you say to be honest Sarah, I have no fucking idea I just go home and play Valorant all day yeah. and she's like shut the fuck up yeah yeah Valorant yeah <laughs> what what Elo oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. she's like what, what? Rank? what rank? shut the fuck up you play Valorant yeah yeah and she's like oh my god I used to play with my, my boyfriend back in the day when we were still together yeah, yeah. implying that she's single now yeah. um, and she's like yeah but I got pretty good to be honest I mean I'm not that good but I got pretty good um, what's your game attack and you get talking she has a little top of her top of her for herself for lunch you yeah. thought obviously Ida was bringing you bringing lunch, me lunch. sorry yeah, yeah. As a, to apologise for the c- catastrophe the night before um, you're there now talking to this thing you're vibing you share details because you're co-workers now you share yeah, like, yeah. details you go home the dishes are still piled up Ida's on the sofa laying down giving you the silent treatment mm. yeah. right and you have this person who uh, is now, by the way, your superior at work. She's slightly above you. Sure. Okay. Which means she's on a high pay grade than you, right? And yep. you were the breadwinner to begin with in your in your life. And she's shown a genuine interest in you over time, over a few weeks. The relationship begins to grow and bond, mm. and you grow and grow and grow and grow and bond. And all she is is slightly better than Ida. Right. In many different ways. So I say 0.5. She's not even a whole point better than Ida. Sure. If Ida was a 7 out of 10, this girl would be eight out, a 7.5 out of 10. Sure, sure, sure. In every way imaginable mm. if either earned 10k she would earn 12k or just a fucking tiny know, smidgen yeah, more yeah, in every way and you had no anchors to either you had no children with either no mortgage with either no anchors nothing yeah. that anchored you down i think that 0.5s are enough to are enough to set all it takes is a 0.5 to remove you to take you away and i just don't think that enough people deep that do you get what I'm trying to say? So why, yeah. why do we get to this on topic? I'm because we're talking about uh, Instagram and standards being oh, set that course, much higher. Yeah, yeah, so yes, yes. I had this thing called 0.5 theory where I was always like, in my mind, I thought it was so fucking sick that like nobody could take my girl, nobody could fuck with me. So that it, be- I became really lazy in my application of myself, thinking mm-hmm. like, oh man, I'm the shit, da da da, blah blah. Then what happens is, the the less you care about being amazing. Complacent. They don't even have to be 0.5 better than you. They could actually be 0.5 worse than you. But you drop a yeah, point. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. yes. So the idea is, if you are, if you're a fucking animal, if you're fucking killing the game out there, yeah, yeah a 0.5 can rob you, mm-hmm. take what you have from you. Yeah. But if you're not killing the game, bro, you're not. Anybody can fucking take yeah, your shit yeah, from yeah. you. Or, you know what I mean? Your yeah. relationship. Or so what happens is now, if we're being honest, imagine picture the same scenario you've got this girl who's talking valorant with you yeah, yeah. really into you yeah. really really into you and you go home and let's not even use either but your your hypothetical girlfriend yeah, is there yeah. on the sofa giving you the silent treatment what's going through your mind so i mean if i can be honest yeah. i have a i have a very um uh, by the way by the way reference saying I, if i can be honest or whatever yeah, yeah. almost always tells me that you're about to fucking lie. No, no I'll no, tell no. you why. It's because you think Ida might listen to this and you, you're, I know what you're about to say. I have a huge dispensity towards being honest and loyal, mm-hmm. right? Is that what you're about to oh, say? Oh, no, it's not actually. It's um, you, go ahead. No, no, no. Uh, what I was going to say was um, I, I have a mental thing about not getting too involved with my coworkers in any way. I have a very, outside of, um, I work with my mom, I work with, with sure. Ida, but outside of that, I try to keep it as very, very separate. So I keep my, my work life and my personal life, life very, very separate sure. okay. where possible. The reason is, is because... So you would be able to do this with a body that plays Valorant that's hotter sure. than your girl? Yeah, yeah. Cool, fuck you, you fucking liar. No, I'm, I'm being... <laughs> oh, fuck. No, no, I, 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 that's why I wanted to say... How I about you, Nugs? Let's <laughs> <laughs> fucking move on. Moving on swiftly. What, hey, what's crazy to me is that most relationships form in the workplace... Yep. You yeah, know no, what I mean, I, I, I know because you spend most of your time of with these people at work. It just yeah. is, you know. So what? You're just an anomaly. You just no, no, no. I don't think I don't think I'm an, anom- an anomaly. But I know for myself, I, I perhaps I, it's because you've never encountered it at work, so you wouldn't even know. 
I think there have been people who have flirted with me in, in the past. I'm not talking about like 45. Really? I'm not talking about 45 no, 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 year no, old no, fucking no, Indian no, ladies. No, no, people my my age or close to my age. Right, come on. Um, but oh, I've just been very like. I'm not involved. I've shit. been very like this guy. I'm out. Like yeah, I just yeah. like I just don't engage in they it. They must just, have been dead. <laughs> <laughs> they must have been dead. <laughs> dead. Oh, <laughs> uh, you. T- Shay told me the story once about some fucking Indian Indian girl. That was like getting vexed with Shay's mom. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> nah. And she, I can't tell the story. Nah, nah, nah. Why not? Because I don't like it. It's the fucking funniest <laughs> nah, shit. Nah, nah. Oh my. Aww. I don't think this will come, that, come across that bad at all. No, but I don't. I don't. I don't appreciate the story. I told you because I needed to vent about it. I didn't want it to oh be like my god, brought up every fucking. Do you know what I mean? Like you know the ones where you're like, oh man, you know, like I just really need to vent, and but then it's can just I like. Question. Why do you? Why though? Why? Because yeah. I just don't. What is it you don't like about the story? It's I a funny story. Not for me, <laughs> because of what she said. Yeah. <laughs> just in general, it's just like okay. I want fine. to more now. All right, yeah, fine. We'll, talk, we'll, talk, about, we'll talk about off camera. Then. All right, <laughs> calm, whatever. Fuck it. What a cock block, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're asking me. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry, viewers, uh, listeners. It's uh. <laughs> yeah. Fuck it. Whatever. Um, how about you? How do you feel? Like, imagine you're a girl. Same yeah. thing. Same scenario. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She uh, shows up. She's better. In every way, in every way, slightly. just by slightly, sure. Yeah. Um. And you don't have any anchor. So what the things that I consider the. Yeah. So I feel like somebody has to be like two to three points better than your current thing, mm. if you have a kid with them. Right. Do you get what I'm saying? My my numbers change quite drastically. I think point five is the 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 floor, right? Okay. Where there's nothing that's. But if you have a kid with somebody, man, that person has to be because point five is not enough anymore. Also, like yeah. if they have an anchor. Basically. An anchor, like a mortgage. Some ties them down for, for 0.5 is not good enough for me to be like, oh my God, I'm yeah, going to divorce yeah. this fucking bitch. And this fucking yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, but okay. two points, like, fam, if your girl's a seven and a nine walks in, bro, do you know what I mean? On a completely superficial level, that's mad. Do you know what I mean? What are you even, <laughs> what are you even doing here? Like, yeah. <laughs> but then also like, she, intellectually she's mm-hmm. two points this applies to everything across the board she's two points she's smarter two points course. richer oh, okay. two points yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is not just a superficial thing man it's like a, a every in stage. every way in they're, every they're two conceivable way her feet are 0.5 nicer than your girl's feet <laughs> like do you know what I mean if you were to whatever the fuck sure, sure, sure. she has 0.5 um, less hair in all the right places I don't give a fuck <laughs> oh stop it hey, you fucking <laughs> Nugs is such a gorilla you're going Nugs wants 0.5 more hair. <laughs> yeah. oh, you can talk. That's actually mad. You want three points more. Okay. Um, I've got. I'm a bit conflicted on this because I really think I'm a loyal individual. Yeah. And I value it a lot. Also, also, I don't think that the 0.5s can come in and break the fucking the great relationships. Hmm. I'm just talking about the ones that are just like. Mm, part. Eh. I feel. I feel like part of me would. I try to sort this out but if uh, how long is this thing going on how uh, so that's a good question yeah, so over time so you meet her on day one and it's happened to be on cool. the same week that you're going through a rocky thing with your missus at home mm. the, the weirdest ones for me by the way um i've been in many relationships or a couple where like my partner's gone through like a bout of depression mm. and it's so hard obviously for the people that are depressed going and through if it you move over, you're such a prick yeah but it's just like when somebody's going through it they really need you yeah yeah, yeah. but Often, it's that t- I feel like they're the, o- on you the only person that yeah. can get them out of that is themselves. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Do you know what that. I'm trying to say? Yeah. <laughs> so it's so difficult to be like, "Hey, I know you're struggling. I know you're going through it, but you're gonna have to try and work this out." You hard being mm. that person, and I've never been that person. I've always been the, "Yeah, no worries. I'll, I'll, you know, let's try and figure it out. I hope you let's go to therapy. We'll work on it. Blah blah. blah. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's very difficult. Definitely. So now, let's not use depression as an example, but imagine you were struggling really badly at home, going home. You're struggling at work now. You go home and nothing's made easier for your home. So now your whole life is becoming like a struggle, like a misery Mm -hmm. kind of, you know, it's not the person's fault who's dealing with the thing that they're going through, but. Yeah, I'd be very conflicted. Yeah. I'm saying it'd be tough. I mean, I mean, the way you were selling the story before is as if this person had um, something in common that my partner at home didn't. So the whole, for instance, with the Shea story, you're talking about Valorant. Cool. We would agree, by the way, that most people do not have a specific thing that, in common with their partner sure on the i would say the majority of people like mm. unless you met doing that thing it's unlikely that you now yeah have mm. that thing I, in common so if you met in a fucking library in the fiction section of a fucking <laughs> library you it's enjoy likely reading. you lot both into library or one <laughs> of you is a psychopath who's <laughs> just trying to pick up bitches in the fucking fiction section of the library No, you read the fiction section so you know like the best tactics to, to kill and dismember 
Okay. As Nogs found out watching Fresh, like. Oh, he's trying oh, to get on. Okay. okay. I'm telling this fucking story about India. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I feel like if it was so organic. Yeah. Dude, imagine meeting somebody. I, I'd probably. Yeah. Catch myself in like in a weird third person view, like. Whoa. Yeah, what's happening there? What is actually? You, happening? I, I think with you, if a girl approached you, you'd think you were being punked. You'd be like, honestly, where are the cameras? Bro, I Why thought, are you I to thought me? you were punked when he said, when he yeah. said, you know, you turned the story into girl. So I told him, like, no way. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh no! Fuck! Man. Oh shit! No, but really I know for me, I'd definitely be shook. I'm like, all right, where's the cameras? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What is this? <laughs> is this Sammy trying to prank me? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm not going to the nuts hole. Like, <laughs> uh, anyway, how about you, Chikai? I what mean, do you, what do you think it would take to have somebody lure you away from a partner in terms of you know she can help you with your music okay uh. okay okay beautiful voice okay I see what we're doing okay hmm I don't know man Cause it's different for me isn't it like, why is it different is it? for you because I just like beautiful women yeah <laughs> but, but this <laughs> is a beautiful woman with the added benefit of she's remember, gonna take you to the next level puffy poem. Puffy Pum. Puffy Pum. Yeah, man. Puffy Pum. You liked Puffy. her. She wasn't even all that. She had a Puffy Pum. Bro, you know, though. Yeah, it was. Fam, me and Sam were just looking at him like, yo. I wasn't looking at you. Yes, fucking you were. Brother. You were looking at it. <laughs> I was looking at it. The only reason I looked at you know, it. It was looking at us. I was, <laughs> it was looking at us, bro. It was <laughs> looking at us. <laughs> it, had, it was like. <laughs> Listen to me. I looked at you and I was like, what the fuck is this guy? Sauron oh, shit. He, I was like, yo. <laughs> Holy I, I looked fuck. at Sammy and I was like, yo. And he was like, what? And I was. Yeah. And he was like, okay. Yeah, fucking hell. Fucking hell, man. All right, I think we'll leave it there, boys. <laughs> Appreciate you guys. Uh, who else am I shouting at? Anybody? Fuck it. See you later, boys.